Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever D2 Nation podcast. I'm Wayne Cavati, your host. I'm honored to be here with the one and only legendary co-host, Bethany Bowman. Say hello, Bethany. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing? Um, so, what, so what are you here listening to uh, this evening? You're listening to the first ever D2 Nation podcast. And if you recognize the name Wayne Cavati, it's because you've been following my work at NCAA.com for the past five years since 2016. So you probably know I do a lot of rankings and articles and features on the D2 student athlete and programs. Um, and in my five years of doing this, I've gained a pretty solid perspective of life in the world of D2 sports. But there was always one little thing I was missing, and it was a pretty big element that I was missing. I was never a D2 student athlete. Um, a true story for you, just to give you a little bit of background. And my college intramural basketball team was so bad, we renamed ourselves Efense because we had no D. Okay, so I was just really bad at college sports, and I became good at watching sports and understanding them. Bethany, however, I'm envious of you because you've combined both of those. You've become a very good beat reporter, and you have that past experience. So why don't you tell D2 Nation a little bit about yourself? Well, thanks, Wayne. I don't know if all that's true. I was a, I would say, pretty average athlete myself, but... Um... I don't know. Uh, I can jump a little. I'm a little fast. So it kind of worked out for me. So um, I actually started out at a Juco, which I know you don't really cover, but uh, you know, the Juco route was kind of good for me. Played basketball and track, um, then headed on to Emporia State where I finished out my track career, gave up basketball because I was such a role player, was not a hooper, mm-hmm. like the kids call it, I guess. So uh, just did track, and that's when I really got into Division II sports and just understanding how great they really are and you know so many people are into watching sports on ESPN and the power fives but there's so many great stories and just great caliber athletes at the division two level so that's why I'm excited to join this podcast with you because of your extensive knowledge of division two and like I said just because I have a huge passion for it grew up actually in Emporia and so grew up watching the Hornets and around the MIAA conference and so, yeah, really excited to, to do this, and it's going to be a, a fun thing. And, you know, you mentioned your JUCO roots, and, you know, with sports in Kansas, too, you do a lot of work with all sorts of student-athletes, right? And I just think um, one of the things that impresses me about you, and another reason I asked you um, if you wanted to start this whole thing up and give it a try, is, you know, you're a big advocate for the small college. It doesn't have to necessarily be D2. It's just kind of like what you were saying there if there's talent, they're, they're going to find you. Right. And and I think you've done a good job in all as an MIAA beat reporter. And now in your, in your current role of not only finding that, but promoting it. Yeah. So especially at the Jupiter route, like you mentioned, that's when I really started to see, like, there are so many good athletes. And I kind of thought going to Juco, it was like, well, you didn't really, you just didn't make it to the highest level. Um, but I found out people are at the level they're at for so many different reasons, whether that be academics, whether that be, um, something going on with their family, they wanted to stay close to home, um, whether it be you just needed a little more time to develop because not everybody is at their best right out of high school. Um, so there's just like so many reasons that people end up where they're at. And like, again, there's just like stories at every level. So, um, everybody kind of knows the big, the big names and the big stories from the big schools, but 
that's what's kind of cool about the smaller ones is that you can find some of those that aren't necessarily out there so much with you know a google search you kind of have to dig a little deeper and then it's more fun that way so yeah no and i and i agree and I think some of the best stories I found at the D2 level are are doing those deep searches, like you're saying, like finding the star basketball center that's also a lead in the opera. You know, it's just the craziest stories you'd ever think of that you you don't always find uh, so easily on a Google search, like you said. Um, and, that, and that brings us to really why we're here, right? Like, what can you expect from uh, the D2 Nation podcast? And, and really... Of course, we're going to discuss rankings. We're going to do the fun stuff, right? We'll make some bold predictions when the season gets closer. Um, we'll see who's smarter between Bethany and myself at making those predictions. Hey, not me. It's not me. <laughs> um, but I think our ultimate goal is exactly what you were saying. You know, it, it's to spread the word of D2. It's to really get D2 out there. And there's a lot of great pa- podcasts that are D2 focused out there. Um, that focus on individual sports, you know, like there's great D2 basketball podcasts. There's a few D2 football podcasts, but what we want to do is be that D2 nation. We want to bring you the stories of the D2 student athlete all across the board. Um, And we're going to have coaches. We're going to have student athletes themselves. um, We're, you know, players, and we're going to get, bring you interviews. We're going to, we're going to let them tell their story and, and why they're here and how they got here. And, um, you know, Bethany, I know one of your ideas was maybe even talking to people that have moved on from here, whether it's to the pros or to the next level and talk about, um, you know, what D2 meant to them, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because there are so many that have gone on and gotten a professional opportunity or, you know, realizing like, hey, Division Two was great for me, but I think that I'm ready for that next step, that challenge of seeing where I stack up in you know, a power five conference. And so I think that'd be kind of cool to hear that perspective from some of those student athletes, uh, especially with COVID happening and gaining an extra year. We've seen a lot of that just this past season. And, um, you know, again, you said, we're going to find out who's smarter. Well, uh, for me personally, I'd say that I have, you know, pretty good knowledge of the MIAA, um, Northern Sun, you know, we kind of match up with them a lot in some, you know, kind of preseason challenge type tournaments and, and uh, see them a lot in the the central regional in football, baseball, um, as well as the GAC, the Great American Conference. Now you, it's really awesome to see, talk about every conference, whether that be on the East or West Coast. I am not so proficient with those um, just because I, you know, I don't live close and it's harder to kind of, you know, get extensive knowledge just by reading an article but you do a great job of that which is what's always impressed me about you so you will definitely be um, the smarter one in in that sense but hopefully I can add a little bit with uh you know the time I spent in the MIAA and uh, the sports I've kind of seen in the the central part of the the country yeah no and I thank you for that of course um but you know it, it was it's been a lot of work it's been a lot of spreadsheets it's like you said it's been it's not, you can't turn on TV and watch these games every, every day of the week. Right. So um, I think that challenge has made it fun and, and, and finding out and learning and having to watch schools from coast to coast has made it um, definitely an adventure and fun. And, you know, and, and I'm sure you can say it from your work in, in the conferences that you've worked with, but you know, the, it's a family at this level, the SIDs and the coaches are, it's, 
they're all responsive, right? You don't have to wait two weeks to hear back if you want to do an interview. It's, it's they, they want to do it. You know, they want to get their school out there. They want to talk about their student athletes. If they're a coach, um, if they're a player, they want to tell their story and talk about, you know, the teams that they're playing. And um, it's really easy to fall in love with what you do at our level and have a passion for it because of that family bond. And I think you would, I would, you know, I know you agree with that. You've, you've talked about it. You grew up watching Emporia, right? <laughs> yeah, that's been cool to see. Um, uh, like I said, I didn't, I don't think I really realized it growing up necessarily that um, it was a special thing to just be a part of college athletics. Um, I, again, I think everybody kind of out of high school has that dream and you want to play it at the highest level that you can, but you realize that, it's, it's more about the experience that you have, finding a good fit for you, loving your coaches, loving your teammates. And most people, when you ask them, you know, what are, your, what are some of your best memories? Even whether that be somebody that's 50 years old that played 30 years ago or um, a student athlete that just graduated. Usually, I mean, they'll say the bus rides, the uh, team dinners with my teammates. They're not really talking about, well, we had the most awesome hotels to stay in because right. I uh, the big 10 or the ACC, like, it's just not what they remember. So, um, I think I kind of learned that, you know, I maybe felt like I could have, or should have gone a little bit higher, um, as in terms of the level that I competed at. But, um, at the end of the day, I loved my experience as a division two athlete. And again, that's kind of what fuels my passion for it. So. Yeah. And I think it's great. Um, before we go, uh, this was just our little intro. We got uh, we got an exciting lineup of, of inter potential interviewees coming coming on the show uh, in the next few weeks. But we wanted to get out there, introduce ourselves to you. And, um, you know, I'm back at NCAA.com with Turner Sports full time uh, this year. I'll be bringing a lot more of my rankings and stories to NCAA.com. And we've already released one. And I know, Bethany, you've already looked at it. Uh -huh. um, it's the D2 football preseason power 10. I don't want to spoil too much, but I do have the defending champs, um, West Florida at number one. I have one of your MIAA teams in there, of course, because what's a power 10 rankings without the Bearcats? It just doesn't yeah. happen. Um, but what did you think of them? Um, I'm pulling mine up right now, just so I don't miss anything that I wanted to <laughs> talk about. But no, I, I definitely agree with number one. Um, West Florida, the defending champs, I think you they deserve that. Um, especially getting their quarterback back, Austin Reed, um, in their last national championship game, he had insane numbers. I think it was six touchdowns over 500 yards. Like that's crazy. Um, you get a guy like that back. I think your team has to be number one. And like you said, he did lose a couple big targets, but he's got some, some ones that we're hoping to see him connecting with this season. I, I think they gotta be number one. Um, the one thing I will say about these rankings, it's, it's, it's very hard to tell right now because no team has truly played a season in almost two years. So um, you got a tough job ranking these, you know, I know a lot of them are going to get flip-flopped probably after week one. Mm -hmm. um, so it, really this is just kind of for fun just to kind of see yeah. how I guess, right. You can get it. It's kind of like um, a game of Plinko on uh, <laughs> prices, price, right. right. Like, you know, or guess, guess the price, whatever it is. It's really, I mean, it's a guessing game right now. Um, but I don't know if that was a good comparison, but <laughs> you know, it was because you're it's, it's throwing darts, right? Um, there's so many freshmen that we haven't, it's like you said, we haven't seen how these freshmen 
um, are going to are going to fit in. We, there's so many transfers in and out of these schools. Right. It's like you said, there's just we haven't we got to see a little bit of spring football, you know, three or four games. Most teams aren't even really in their groove three or four games into a season. So, yeah, we got we got a little taste of what to come in the spring by the, the the few teams that were able to play games. But like you said, a lot of this is based on um, program history, what they've done recently. Um, a lot of it has to do on those big returners and Austin Reed, who, like you said, threw for 500 yards and six touchdowns in the championship game against Minnesota state's defense, which is notoriously one of the best defenses in the nation with the keywords right here as a freshman you have to be excited about West Florida, right? And and I think that was the only easy spot to pick in the whole Power Ten because they're the defending champs with that with Austin Reed behind center. But um, so that that's really what we wanted to talk about today. We wanted to introduce ourselves to you, get you excited for everything that we have in store for the D two Nation. Um, we're going to be on the podcast networks. You can follow us on Spotify. We're going to put this up on YouTube on our own D2 Nation YouTube page. Um, Bethany, why don't you uh, pitch yourself where we could find you on the social media uh, world? Okay. Um, yeah. So Twitter, Instagram at BJ Bowman 13, uh, full name Bethany Joe Bowman. So um, I made that name back in seventh grade. You know, I think the B Bowman was taken, had the try and find something that worked and, and that's stuck up. People still call me that, like my friends and everything today. So there you go. There's, um, last thing I'll say is, uh, on those power 10 rankings, I'll try and keep the, it might've white bias to a minimum, but you know, watch out for the Bearcats because, uh, you know, I, I love them. I, I think that they are obviously a great program every year. So you got that number seven, love that, but, um, it's, it's going to be an exciting season. So I'm excited to cover it with you, Wayne. And I know that, again, you'll be doing most of the work with um, all your extensive knowledge of D2. And maybe I can add a little bit to this. <laughs> I think you're going to add a lot more than you think. And I'm very excited about it. Um, and, that, and lastly, be sure to follow me at U of D Wayne. I went to Delaware University. So U of D Wayne on Twitter. And of course, as I said, on NCAA.com, you'll be able to find more um, D2 articles and stories about D2 students, athletes. We'll meet with you once a week. So start following us, start spreading the word. And we hope, uh, we hope to see you back next week.